I'm Arlene Bynum for John Oakley. I said it at the beginning. I'll say it again. It is a great day for talk radio. We've got a lot to say. What a historic day. First of all, we wake up, and as I'm having my coffee, the ruling goes down. And the judge takes back the sweeping changes that Premier Doug Ford went forward in his blaze of glory, newly minted as the premier, and took it back and said the process wasn't correct. And Doug Ford ripping it back, saying, how dare the future of democracy be decided by somebody who didn't get elected? I was elected. The judge was appointed was appointed by one person, Dalton McGinty. I was elected by 2.3 million people. And let me be very clear. I respect the courts. I have the ultimate respect for courts, ultimate respect for judges. But it's very, very concerning when all the legal experts across the country are saying this is a no-brainer. Constitutional experts are saying this is a closed case. Now, he's got the power. He's right. All constitutional experts say for sure the province, the premier can do this. The judge weighed in on the process. We've been having a big, hairy conversation about this, about whether or not the process should trump, may I say, the power. Can you have power, still use it, but is it still important is the question I've been asking, the way you use it. We continue with our coverage here. Mike Schreiner joining us, Green Party of Ontario leader. Mike Schreiner, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, Arlene. Um, glad to be on. All right, Mike, what, what do you say here? Is this about, we, we hear the premier, he says he's elected, he does have the power to do this, all perfectly correct points. However, the judge weighing in, saying the process was not followed. I've been tying this in to another little bit of a pushback that happened, or a huge pushback that happened to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He told everyone on the election campaign he could do it all, juggle these things, and consult. Didn't work out. Pipelines on hold. Is this the same deal? Well, you know what this says is that nobody is above the law. And no matter how much Doug Ford thinks that he is above the law, he's not. No matter how many times you know he thinks he can abuse the democratic process and intervene in the middle of an election, um, which is clearly anti-democratic and wrong, he's not above the law. And so I think that's what's so important about this ruling. And I think the premier needs to have a lesson that um, just because you have a majority government doesn't mean you can act like a dictator. You're still subject to the law. You're still subject to, to due process. And that shows respect to the people of Ontario to understand that you have to respect the rule of the law. All right, Mike, let me ask you, is this where you were perching when this whole thing started? Was it about the process? Because now we know that's where the judge has gone. The judge also in that ruling came, weighed in and said he's not sure that the people of Toronto are going to be served correctly with these bigger wards. In my opinion, that's not his area. That's not up to the judge. That is up to the province with the power to make that decision. However, I get it about the process. Process is important to me. Is this 
is this consistent the, where you were on this, Mike, right from the beginning, or is this just a decision that you can't stand? You know what? I've been saying since day one, Arlene, that when the uh, Premier first introduced Bill 5, that it is wrong to do it at this particular moment in time. It is wrong to change the rules of the game after the election had already started. In the case, and I realize the ruling today didn't apply to the four uh, regional chair elections, but to cancel elections that have already started, I think is wrong as well. And so, you know, if the premier wants to reduce the size of Toronto City Council, and I think we can debate whether that's a smart decision or not, that he should follow a proper process, to have a proper consultation process, to do it at a time when we're not in the middle of an election. I mean, it is unprecedented in Canadian history. At no time in the history of this country has a government come in and change the rules of the game after an election campaign had already started. All right, Mike, I'm going to ask you because I'm I'm wondering how partisan is this and how is your reaction? Is it truly is it truly nonpartisan? Is it just about the process? If this judge had said, look, he's got the power and, you know, he couldn't really have consulted all that. Would you have been fine with that? I'm I'm curious. I don't quite understand your, the question. Well, what I mean is, you know, from one side, it's always bad news from the other side. If if this ruling had come down in favor of the premier, would you also respect that ruling from the rule of law, even though it may not have gone the way you wanted? Well, I certainly would have had to respect the ruling. I still would have complained that the process wasn't properly dealt with and disagreed with the judge on that, but certainly respect the ruling. And and I do think this issue crosses partisan lines. I mean, let's mm. remember the mayor of Toronto, who is deeply against what uh, the premier is doing, you know, just a few years ago was the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party. So mm-hmm. it's not as if this doesn't cross party lines. And I've had a number of uh, conservatives in particular reach out to me, particularly in my home riding of Guelph, and just say that, you know, you know, regardless of how large you think Toronto City Council should be, it is wrong to interfere in an election that has already started. That's just not something that happens in functioning democracies. And so I feel, you know, I think it's clear the premier is putting his own personal vendettas against Toronto or Toronto City Council or the mayor, whoever he has, you know, downtown councillors. Mm-hmm. He, he says the left wing downtown councillors is what, you know, he keeps spewing out, you know, all of this, um, sort of personal animosity towards Toronto City Council. Well, the bottom line is, is he's been elected Premier of Ontario, not Mayor of Toronto. He's been elected Premier of Ontario to serve all the people of Ontario. And that's where respecting the process is so important. Mike Schreiner, I want to ask you, the nonwithstanding clause, we're going into uncharted waters here. What is the feeling like at Queen's Park? What is the feeling like within the elected part of this province when that move was made? Yeah, I think we're in dangerous territory here. That, um, And I think it's an abuse of the notwithstanding clause. I mean, that clause was put into the Charter as a, as a way to deal with extraordinary circumstances. Um, I don't think this merits the use of the notwithstanding clause. And then for the Premier, on top of that, to issue the um, threat that he's going to continue to use the notwithstanding clause if he doesn't get his way, um, I think that's chilling from a democratic perspective. I mean, the one thing we have to remember that when you live in a functioning democracy, everyone in that democracy is subject to the rule of law. We have things like the Charter 
to protect minority rights. And and then the final thing I would remind the premier, only 40% of Ontarians elected him. So he may have a majority of gov- a government, but not a majority of Ontarians voted for him. And even if a majority of Ontarians had voted for him, we still need provisions like the charter to protect minority rights. And to have a premier uh, threatening to, to abuse that, um, I think is chilling. All right. It has been controversial from the time that it was added. And here we are watching history be made here in Ontario as the premier comes out with a one-two punch here. Mike Schreiner, Green Party of Ontario leader. Mike, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, Arlene. And let's hope the premier starts putting the people ahead of his own personal agenda. Mike Schreiner, have a great afternoon. We're going to take a break. We're going to throw it to our panel. A lot to discuss. What a day. I'm Arlene Bonin in for John Oakley, and this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.